0: Hey,
1: hey, welcome back to Kimmel & Cox, your source for all things entertainment. I'm Keith Cox, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Dylan Kimmel. Hey! And we're back with uh, some more Turtles action today as we talk about the next movie in the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise, which is, of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze.
0: Mm, yes yes
1: and uh, and so it's a little has this movie has a little bit of a different uh, feel to it compared to the first one but still Mm -hmm. still pretty fun uh, to watch Uh, but actually before we get into that uh, we wanted to mention something uh, that we forgot to mention in the last episode uh, Mm -hmm. talking about the first movie Uh, there was an appearance by a young Sam Rockwell uh, which he's a he's a tremendous actor and it has it has a large body of work uh, out yeah. there and so he played uh he's credited in the film as head thug uh but he has a couple of scenes uh in the first movie it was uh, one of the first roles that he ever did uh and uh just thought that was cool thought that was worth mentioning because yeah. uh, because he you know he he has had a really big career and and it's always cool to see an actor when they're just starting out and how many times the actors that have those smaller roles like that in films sometimes go on to be much bigger stars than than the main stars of the film and And, he sure has he
0: sure has uh
1: you know some some great uh movies uh that that i could name off the the first one i guess that comes to mind for me because it was the first movie that i ever saw sam rockwell in was the green mile Green Mile, mm-hmm. and uh, he was playing uh, Billy the Kid uh, in that one, and a very memorable uh, role for sure. But uh, but yeah, so definitely look for him uh, in that first uh, Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, again, he's in a couple of scenes there in the uh, when they go to the Shredder's uh, hideout slash training. Um, Facility. Uh, yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah. He
0: plays one of the uh, Foot Clan um, yeah. leaders or
1: whatever. He's like kind of leading the new recruits around and showing them around the place and, mm-hmm. and uh, things yeah, like that. Yeah, he
0: offers but, a couple of kids uh, some cigarettes. Cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, it's like you got any cigarettes? You know, you want you want regular mm-hmm. or menthol? You know, it's mm-hmm. like whatever you want to do, do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. just like that. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it's a fun little fun little part. Uh, but. Uh, and another thing, actually, that we wanted to mention, just really quick, uh, before we get into the subject matter for this episode, uh, it's kind of relevant that we would have chosen to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now, we didn't plan it. We didn't we, plan. it we, Yeah, at all. we totally didn't. It was completely unintentional uh, when we, you know, chose this uh, topic, but. There is a new Ninja Turtles movie coming out. Uh, actually, it's slated to be released on August fourth. It's going to be an animated uh, feature film, mm. in, and
0: in a similar vein to Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse, it's mm-hmm. although uh, it's got like a video game quality. I think yeah, you said. a little bit of
1: sort of a the animation, sort of like a. You know computer game mm-hmm. cg you know a kind of quality to it but yeah. uh, there's going to be a a, a huge uh, cast uh dylan name off some of the people that are going to be in this thing
0: so it's uh, it's going to be from seth rogan here it's called mutant mayhem and uh, it's got nicholas Cantu as leo Sh- uh, shaman brown as uh, shaman brown jr as mikey micah abbey as donnie Brady Noon as Raf, Jackie Chan as Splinter.
1: There's some casting for you right there. Mm,
0: yeah. Uh, That's perfect. Uh, John Cena as Rocksteady. Seth Rogen as Bebop. Uh, and I'm going to butcher uh, these this name here. Ayo Edaberry, Edaberry hmm. as April. Uh, young April. Teenage April there. Um, Ice Cube as Superfly. Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, and Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. Nice, yeah. I like that they're going to be bringing back,
1: especially with the villains, they're going to be bringing back a lot of the classic characters from, from the comics and the animated series that we were used to seeing. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how this one uh, plays out, uh, because you know as a kid I loved the cartoon series. That's really how I was introduced uh, to the Turtles and uh so yeah it'll be great to great to see what what they do with this one it's going to be a, a, mostly a younger cast uh, mm-hmm. especially for the turtles yeah. uh compared to what we've seen uh in the past so the the more uh the more seasoned veterans are going to be playing the the villains uh in this but uh but should be should be pretty cool you know yeah. we'll see you know see how that uh so all that plays out. I
0: think uh, Seth Rogen said in one of his interviews about the movie that he was going to bring the real the teen aspect to the teenage yeah. mutant ninja turtles so into just, there.
1: Yeah, you because know, they're I guess kind of just getting getting started. So probably mm-hmm. like you know they're probably teenagers, but like very early uh, teens. You know, compared to like yeah, probably late thirteen teens, like, years old. Or yeah, something like I'd that. I'd say
0: the more recent ones we've had them being like seventeen or something. Yeah.
1: Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, to get into this episode, uh, with the, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, so it was released on March 22nd, 1991, so, uh, almost uh, a full year after the first movie was released, not quite a full year, just a few days shy of a full year, so we didn 't have to wait long for a sequel for this
0: i don't know if that was a good thing or not though um they might have had a better script if they waited just a year yeah might have might have been a little
1: bit rushed uh, on this one, you know obviously, they wanted to capitalize on the success of the first movie because that was a a mega hit you know they was considered low budget. Uh, but they they made, they made their money made plan. back like probably ten times what they produced it for. Mm-hmm. So you can't really blame them for wanting to to rush in there and start writing a sequel.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we do have one of the writers from the first movie returning for this. The script was written by Todd W. Langan. Uh, and this one was directed by Michael Pressman, uh, so we have a new director on board this time around. And anytime you switch directors, too,
0: there's going to be a different there's, style. Yeah, there's going
1: to be a different style, different cinematic style, and kind of different feel to it. Uh, and uh, we've got uh, some casting changes with this one, too. Uh, it stars Paige Turco as April O'Neill. So she is taking uh, Judith Hogue's place mm-hmm. uh from, and, from the And uh, I, I
0: read why Judith Hogue didn't return. Uh, did you uh do you remember why?
1: Yeah, it was uh mainly because of the violence of the first movie it, she she didn't really I guess after the movie was released she didn't really agree with uh the way that you know the movie was because cause it was supposed to be you know, aimed at kids really, but it it definitely had a little bit of a darker tone as we mentioned before, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know the you know there was a lot of action, a lot of
0: uh, which is one of the reasons why Casey Jones even didn't return. And yeah, that the character doesn't return. Yeah,
1: and uh, so she just didn't want to. They wanted her back, but she just she didn't want to be associated with O'Neill. Uh, David Warner as Professor Jordan Perry, uh, who's a new uh, new character in this. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. as Kino, uh, and returning as uh, the voice uh, for Leonardo, we have Brian Tochi. He's the only
0: one that, of the original turtles that returned too. A couple
1: he? of them, a couple of them actually. Oh, um, did,
0: uh, did Mikey return? Yes. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I remembered that there. I was like, "Wait, there's a there's a
1: little bit more of a, you know, like I said, a rotation, a little mix-up here because uh, there's a different there's a different actor mm. for the in-suit performer for Leonardo uh, mm-hmm. this time uh, he was played by Mark Queso, um, Adam Carl is voicing Donatello in this one, although Leif Tilden returns as his in-suit performer. Uh, Robbie Rist is back as the voice of Michelangelo, uh, as well as his in-suit performer, Michelin Sisti. And then uh, we have a new voice actor for Raphael, uh, Laurie, so disappointing. Laurie, Laurie Faso, I mean, who doesn't, dis- does, doesn't quite yeah. have the... Uh, he doesn't have the the... You know he's 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 not not terrible. No, no, Uh, he still still has that still has a little bit of that New York flair uh, to Raphael, but just not. He didn't have the same uh, impact that uh, Josh Pies did in the original. And then uh, Ken Scott uh, is his in suit performer in this movie. And as we mentioned previously, it basically took three people to play each turtle. You had the voice actor. The main in suit performer, which basically did any action that was that didn't require uh, expert martial arts uh, fighting. For that, there were stunt uh, performers uh, who were actually you know uh, seasoned you know martial arts guys mm-hmm. you know that did did all of that stuff. Um, and then uh, Kevin Clash returns uh, as the voice of Splinter. Uh, we have a new Shredder uh, this time around, uh, Francois Chow. And uh, Toshishiro Obata returns as Tatsu. Uh, so we've got a little mixture here. We've got some some people back for this and some mm-hmm. uh, you know some newbies. Um, definitely this movie has a, a different sort of vibe uh, than the first one. It's a, it's a lot more lighthearted. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe this one was was really aimed at kids even more so uh, than the first one because the original animated series was still going strong at this point you know it, it didn't actually go off the air until 1996 so the you know so it was still very popular and i think they were uh you know capitalizing on mm-hmm. that as well so it was a little lot more a yeah. lot goofier uh than, than it's, the first it's one.
0: interesting that the cartoon like this one was capitalizing on the cartoon the cartoon that i grew up on uh, were you familiar with the cartoon i grew up on it came out in the 2000s um it's actually it's funny because that one is kind of taking a a uh, a playbook out of the original teenage mutant ninja turtles movie the because it's it's also a lot more serious gritty yeah
1: i think i I saw a little bit uh, of that Mm -hmm. uh you know i was kind of by that point i was you know i I was transitioning out of like you know the animated shows and and things and and just wasn't watching uh that Mm -hmm. stuff as much as i used to but uh but i did catch uh some of it you know here and there um but yeah it's uh you know, definitely more uh, kid-friendly. Uh, something that I don't know if you really picked up on this or not. But in this movie, the turtles never
0: actually use their weapons. They don't. They do not. Instead, they they have their weapons on them, but they do not yeah. use them. Um, it's a similar thing to the reason why Casey Jones is not in the movie. Too it's violent. All, all the
1: violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and. There was actually uh, I think the reason that they weren't allowed to use their weapons uh, was because of uh, overseas uh, regulations like for the overseas releases, mm-hmm. certain countries, uh, if they had used their weapons, it would have uh, required a a stricter rating. So like a PG movie, you know overseas in certain areas. You know, if they had that kind of, you know, violence in the movie, it probably would have had to be bumped up from like a PG to like a PG-13 rating or Mm -hmm. something like that. So they had stricter rules when it came to to, so because otherwise they would have had to chop it up like crazy uh, to show it uh, in other countries. And so they thought, well, we'll just work around it and we'll just so so they they use other things. For weapons, like for example, in like the first big fight scene in the movie, <laughs> Michelangelo grabs a pair of uh, is it like sausage, sa- links. sausage yeah. links and uses those as his uh, nunchaku, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know he's like waving around. He's like combat cold cuts, you know, and it's just like goofy, <laughs> goofy stuff uh, like that. Uh, and but but pretty much their weapons, they have them. They have them on on their person, but they're like mm-hmm. they're sheathed pretty much the whole time. They keep them holstered or or yeah. sheathed, uh, or if they do take them out, they don't actually you know use them against anybody. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah, kind of got uh, kind of got jipped a little bit uh, yeah. on that. But there's still a lot of really great uh, fight fight scenes. Yeah.
0: Like uh, for instance, uh, okay, so. They run to a scientist who just so happens to know the secrets of the ooze. Yes. And uh, Splinter or not Splinter, Shredder uh, comes back from, uh,
1: from from the dead, pretty much, because yeah. in the first in the first film he gets he falls he's a off tough guy the roof to kill, apparently. into a garbage truck and that supposedly supposedly gets crushed to death, but we find out that was not the case. He did live through I mean,
0: that.
1: How though? That doesn't yeah, yeah that, because, but it, it's one of those, you know, Hollywood things because like you never actually see his body getting crushed. You only see his helmet. And key so, thing.
0: Yeah. Key thing. If if there's no body,
1: not yeah. dead. If there's anything we learn from horror movies, it's mm-hmm. that if you don't if you don't actually see the body uh, dying, then you know then they they can always come back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, we, we oh, learned, and
0: then they and then. Uh, Shredder ends up using uh, kidnapping this uh, this guy who uh, who they birth uh, uh, they give they birth. Well, yeah, they, they, they create, create
1: these uh, basically Be-bobbing super super music- no, Yeah, not Bebop. No. we were not. we were hoping for that. Yeah, that was the it, thing. Is like we, I think everybody, all Turtles fans, were wondering, you know, if we were going to get any of those villains mm-hmm. from the comics or animated
0: series. And I do know why they didn't end up using them either. It was actually the creators who said they didn't want them to use them. Hmm. So we got something that was
1: uh, kind of a poor excuse for mm-hmm. poor characters like that. There. Yeah, so you yeah. had uh, basically Shredder gets gets a hold of the same radioactive ooze that transformed... Uh, The Ninja Turtles and decides he's going to create some mutants of his own Mm -hmm. and they're really kind of super mutants like they're even, you know, they're stronger and and more powerful than the turtles. The problem is the 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 guys that he hired from the Foot Clan to, you know, they bring in a wolf and a snapping turtle. But the animals that they grabbed uh, were babies. Mm. And so when they get transformed, they're like incredibly strong but their intellects are basically like you know a toddler you know like they're they're uh, not very smart and uh, so ultimately uh, they in the end they they don't prove to be uh, as formidable of an opponent for the turtles as you know we think they're gonna be but yeah it was clear that 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 was supposed to be kind of a substitute for like the bebop and rocksteady uh characters that were so prominent uh, in the i mean i guess earlier it does, adventures
0: i guess it does make a little bit of sense though because uh in the movie versions the the characters of the turtles and splinter and uh, everyone they they're they were never originally human yeah that's true yeah and uh as which is not true in the comics I mean, the turtles were still turtles, but yeah. everyone else was human, I think.
1: But the uh, the the little plot line with the ooze uh, is kind of interesting. You know, we learned that um, that the ooze came from this uh, research facility called Techno Global Research Industries, or TGRI, which I always thought uh, sounded. Sounded a little bit too close to uh, TCBY, which was a yogurt uh, mm. chain <laughs> from back in the day. If any of you remember that, they used to be like they used to have stands all over the malls and, <laughs> and places like that. But I always thought, you know,
0: it's like that sounds a little bit like the <laughs> like a yogurt place. But anyway, well, uh, uh, TGRI was originally in the comics. Uh, what was it? Well, it wasn't global. It was. Um, it was something space or something like Mm -hmm. that
1: but it's funny because they like splinter we find out that splinter saved the broken canister that you know contained the ooze that transformed him and the turtles and that he's had had it all these years Mm -hmm. but oddly enough in the first movie you you don't see any initials on that it's just a plain canister but mm-hmm. in this movie, you know, they kind of rewrote that a little bit, and you know, you see the TGRI initials on the canister because it has to make sense for you know for the plot, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so you know, maybe that's something that they meant to do in the first movie, and they just didn't didn't touch on it at all. Uh, but yeah, so now we we learn the origins of of the who's, and uh, and of course the turtles have to try to stop uh, Shredder from his nefarious plans, and and. From creating, you know, try to stop him from creating an army of of mutants because I think that was, you know, his originally
0: his goal. Yeah, um, it, it's um, probably not a well thought out plan, honestly. Yeah,
1: and that kind of thing always seems to backfire on on villains whenever they try to, you know, they they try to recreate. It's like, oh well, th- you know, if this is working you know for them then i can just do the same thing but mm-hmm. but it almost always ends up like going the opposite direction and and the uh because you know you it, you, you have to have the kind of the right you know combination or you know but it's uh you, like in this case you know the the mutants end up not being fully um You know, fully functional or whatever. It's like you know they're like I said they're they're not they're not fully developed or whatever. So uh, so he just ended up uh, getting his his butt kicked uh, again (laughs) in the end. Um, But something definitely that that was a standout to me about this movie was uh, was the Kino character, Mm. Er Ernie Reyes Jr., who who is a master. Uh, yeah. You know, martial arts guy, and he's been performing since he was a kid. His his dad, uh, Ernie Reyes Sr., was was huge in uh, martial arts. Did a lot of stunts and, and was in a lot of you know martial arts movies from back in the day. You know, going back to like you know with Chuck Norris and and Bruce Lee and guys like that. So was very talented. Uh, and Ernie actually was. Donatello's stunt double in the first movie.
0: Yeah, that's so now great. they yeah. so they
1: bring him into this movie and actually give him a role. Actually give him a, a nice, uh, meaty, you know, role. To they play. liked
0: him well enough. They gave him a role. Huh? Yeah,
1: and uh, and he's uh, and he's pretty good. You know, he's he's pretty likable. You know, his character's pretty likable, and he has a lot of uh, as a really matter of fact, cool
0: fight scenes too. It's his character that replaces Casey Jones. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, yeah.
1: Um, I love that I love the scene at the beginning of the movie where he's, he's uh ironically enough he's playing a pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Uh we all know how much the turtles love pizza and uh and I like when he confronts he comes up on the thugs uh you know accidentally and uh he pulls out some great moves there where he just kind of kind of plays dumb at first or whatever like he's going to like back away and then he he takes the uh takes the pizza like the you know warming box or whatever and uh and just kind of like just kind of like throws it up you know so that the you know he throws it at one of the thugs so that the thug will like put his hands up to catch it and then he just starts like kicking the crap out of him and starts doing these roundhouse kicks and everything and uh, you know it's a nice little uh you know nice little scene there before uh before they realizes that he's outnumbered, and then the turtles have to come in and and save him. But, uh, but yeah, he's he, you know, he was. I think he he did a lot of kickboxing and stuff uh, too, and so you get to see you know some of that stuff uh, in this movie as well. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed uh, his character, and uh, you know, April. I don't know what what are your thoughts on on the new April compared to you know like Paige Turco's portrayal compared to Judith Hogue? Do you think she was better or worse? About the same? Uh
0: she wasn't terrible. She was not terrible, but um I do like I do I do like Judith's portrayal far more. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's hard when you have
1: somebody who, you know, kind of establishes the character Mm -hmm. you know it's like well now you're you've already got that in your mind as that's 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 who you associate with the character you know whoever plays them first is usually who you're going to think of and it's very rare that you can replace an actor or actress and have them be
0: better than than the original but i mean i don't think any of the aprils after her are, are memorable in any way honestly Megan Fox?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Megan Fox was I mean, she had she had the looks, but I don't know that she really um captured the essence of, of the character. I don't know, but Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe it probably just depends on which generation of turtles
0: you grew yeah, up with. Yeah. Because each generation has their own turtle. Yeah. Different different whatever. And um and these movies you know they uh, they constantly change them up each generation yeah, some
1: of them like you know the these movies are closer i think to like the animated series because uh because actually just a little piece of trivia here in the comics the originally the the turtles all basically looked the same there was really yeah, not any yeah, discernible no, differences
0: between them. There was no color, or right. uh, I don't even think they, they had all, the they belts all, with the, yeah. their
1: initials. With the, yeah, they all wore uh, they all wore red uh, uh, headbands mm-hmm. originally. It was the animated series that changed the color of the headband so that each turtle had a different uh, headband. You know, uh, Raphael was yeah. the only one that maintained the original red. Michelangelo had orange, Donatello was uh, purple, and uh, Leonardo was blue. And so, pretty much every incarnation of the Turtles from the animated series on maintained that the the different colors and and even the uh, even the starting with the movies, the turtles themselves all had slight variations in the way that they looked, like their faces were, mm-hmm. you know, like in these movies, the the uh, the turtle suits like the heads and everything, like they all had uh, different head molds, you know, for each uh, turtle to kind of set them apart. And, yeah. they, were, and they were slightly different, uh, you know, in heights, uh, too, a mm-hmm. little bit of difference there.
0: I, even, even color, too. Yeah. Uh,
1: these, these uh, in the second movie, uh, I noticed that the skin on the turtles was uh, a little bit more spotty. Mm-hmm. Like the like the spots were more noticeable than they yeah. were in in the first movie. So,
0: the head sculpts in the second one though aren't as good as the first one. I don't no. think. I, I don't think. Anyways, I mean. no, there
1: was definitely some things that you know with the second movie that that you know I didn't like as well. I, the you know nothing against the uh, the voice actor who played Donatello, but it was just not as good as Corey Feldman it was no. I, I found i found donnie to be a little bit annoying uh in yeah. this one it just yeah didn't. he
0: was like when i heard him talk i was like oh
1: yeah <laughs> uh but you know it's just one of those things that you know it's like what are you going to do i mean we were at the time you know i know i was just happy to be getting another you know <laughs> turtles movie and then yeah. there were like i said there were things that that i did uh enjoy about it um uh, and something that uh, that we didn't really get into before was the, was the whole uh, pizza uh, angle. Like, you know, the Turtles mm-hmm. love pizza. Now, myself, you know, I absolutely love pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, as a kid, like before I got into Ninja Turtles, you know, I liked pizza. After the Turtles, I loved pizza. And I became like a, a pizza freak. Mm-hmm. And... Oddly enough, the first movie, uh, they used uh, Domino's pizza in the movie. There was a little product placement yeah, there. Yeah, they didn't
0: use Domino's uh, in this one.
1: But but the really funny part about it was that even though Domino's was featured in the movie, it was actually Pizza Hut that had the, the tie-in yeah, with yeah. the movie. Like, like if you went into Pizza Hut, they, they sold, you know, Turtles... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, That's toys or, so or whatever. Yeah. Why? Why is that? It's like, but, why would that? Why would you have two different? I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. it was just maybe it was just a thing of at the time of filming. You know, Domino. Maybe Domino's thought they were going to have the have the tie-in deal, and then by the time the movie was released, they decided, oh, we're going to go with with Pizza Hut instead, and they just didn't remove the you know the Domino's from the movie. Uh, the pizza in this movie, however, is just it's. Uh, Oh gosh, I forget what the. It was a generic. It wasn't like a chain. Yeah, it, it was a generic uh, pizza pizza place that they uh, that they used. Uh, but
0: but yeah, probably like, angered Domino's and Pizza <laughs> Hut.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was. Uh, so I really I think I have uh, the Ninja Turtles to thank for for my love of of pizza. You know now. Honestly,
0: the the pizza on on that screen looks a whole lot better than what you get in the box. Yeah,
1: I. Yeah, I I'm very particular about my pizza, and mm-hmm. so if it's if it's not up to my standards I'll be the first to to let somebody know
0: uh, but I will say watching watching the movies it does make me want to have pizza yeah <laughs>
1: you kind of get that little <laughs> that little craving there but uh, so some other things uh I think uh, worth noting uh was uh the soundtrack. Mm. Uh, actually for for both movies in the first movie
0: yeah we didn't really talk, we about, didn't the talk soundtrack, about that but yeah. in,
1: the, in the first movie you know had a good very memorable soundtrack mm. and with uh with you know a couple of uh, popular artists from the time like uh, mc hammer and uh, high tech three uh and they definitely had a had their finger on the pulse of of you know music that was really trending uh at that time uh and and you know, no difference for this movie because in this movie we have uh, Vanilla Ice and uh, and Ya'Kid K, just to name a couple of, you know, uh, Ya'Kid K was, uh, like, it was kind of that, um, had a little bit of that, like, techno uh, sort of groove, you know, to the music, but, mm. uh, but, you know, like, you know, when you think of, like, early 90s, especially rap, you think of early 90s rap, you know, you think of, like, MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice and people like that. Like, yeah. they, they were on top of their game at the time. And they were, you know, they had mega hits. Uh, and uh, But, you know, this movie takes it a step further. Because not only does Vanilla Ice, you know, provide a song for the soundtrack, Ninja he, Rap. But he is in the movie. appears he, he in the movie.
0: movie. What you know. the? <laughs> like, like, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the turtles get thrown into this whole it's like a like an underground dance club or something yeah it's it, there's vanilla ice and everyone he's on a, he's on stage, stage and,
1: and then uh, and then next thing you know this you know this fight breaks out in the club between the they, turtles and then to- toka and razar which are the which are the you know super mutants mm-hmm. and uh, and they're fighting in the club and suddenly suddenly vanilla ice gets this pang of inspiration and it's just like, it's like I just Thought of a new song and he just starts yeah. dancing
0: and rapping and and uh, everyone's in sync. Like you just came up with this, how'd yeah. you and what
1: the tur <laughs> the turtles are like kind of fighting in sync and rhythm to the the music and uh, it's pretty comical. But uh, but this was like the epitome of of uh, early nineties uh, pop pop culture and and it, and it somehow it, it worked. Somehow it's like nobody really. You know thought about it and uh and it was you know pretty entertaining, yeah uh, that whole scene was pretty entertaining <laughs> yeah, and then we get a uh and then at the end of the movie we get a uh, mutated uh
0: shredder I did like that that was pretty I, cool. I thought that was pretty awesome, yeah, we get a super shredder i uh, mean i wish I wish they could use their weapons and stuff the fight would have been even cooler, i yeah. think but but uh but yeah that was that was pretty uh
1: you know I'd imagine probably for smaller children that was probably a little bit uh scary but uh but the uh, super shredder uh coincidentally enough uh was played by uh, future WWE superstar uh Kevin Nash uh, who oh, was just a who was just a mountain of a of a man he has huge. had a
0: career um
1: but did a know, lot of other movies too oh yeah
0: uh, the first the, the funniest thing is that the one that comes to mind for me is the punisher mm mm-hmm. mhm you seen that one? Mm-hmm. I highly recommend everyone if you can find the director's cut. It's so much better than even the original movie. Which honestly, I like the Punisher, the, the original Punisher with Tom Jane in there. Yeah, but but Kevin Ashe played the Russian in that. And oh my goodness, he's huge! Like that scene where Tom Jane actually stabs uh, the Russian. Mm-hmm. He actually stabbed him. <laughs> he was like, and he was like, "Oh crap." Was like, like this in- is a big guy. You, you you used to have a big guy. You're you're probably it's going like, to be like ah yeah. crap. Like, I am in, I'm in
1: trouble now. Yeah, but, uh, but but that was pretty good. I almost yeah. wish that we would have gotten more of that because it mm-hmm. was it was a, it was a it was very, very short, very brief scene uh, mm-hmm. because the turtles. Well, actually, he, the shredder brings down the dock on himself uh, because he's like he's like crashing through all of the pylons and everything. But
0: couldn't they have done something a little bit more creative, like have like the turtles be the reason why he ends up, you know? Right. It, so then maybe he they, just randomly just starts.
1: So poof, then maybe poof, they'd have to like live with that guilt of like even though he's uh, he's a villain, like if, if mm-hmm. they were actually responsible for his death, like how would that have how would that have looked? But. Um, because, you know, in the first movie, when really his, his supposed death was really an accident, Mm -hmm. Splinter didn't, Splinter didn't kill him. You know, Splinter was trying to defend himself, but, you know, ultimately it was self-defense because, uh, you know, he was hanging off that, hanging off the Mm -hmm. roof and, and, you know, Splinter's hanging on to him with, with, uh, Mikey's, uh, nunchaku and then, uh, the Shredder tries to, you know, pull his knife out from his belt and throws it at, at Splinter. Splinter, of course, catches it because he's not going to let him, you know, hit him in the face with a knife. So, you know, he can't catch the knife without let, letting go of Shredder and then the Shredder falls into the garbage truck. And,
0: yeah, I would agree that the ending for the first one was a little bit stronger than the second one.
1: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things where they just had to come up with a nice little nice neat little I guess wrap up uh, you know, for the movie and uh but uh but yeah, it it, it and like I said, this one was uh it was still enjoyable. You know, it wasn't quite up to par with uh the first movie, but it wasn't uh, terrible, it either. It wasn't the third one. It wasn't the third one. We will get into that <laughs> uh, next uh, time around, and we'll explain to you why that one was uh, was so bad. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, like until about maybe two years ago, I didn't even own the third movie. Mm-hmm. I only owned the first two because uh, because for a long time those were the only two that I cared about. I saw. Yeah you know i saw the third one when it came out in the theaters uh and never saw it again until many many years later but you know i i'm a completionist you know so you know so i had seen it you know a couple more times um in you know recent you know recent years and uh tried to find something that that i liked about it (laughs) but
0: it's still, it's I don't know. It's it's like it's George Clooney's of, Batman and Robin. You can't find anything good yeah, in it.
1: It's a little bit of a little bit of a stinker in most in mm-hmm. most uh, aspects. But uh, but we will uh, but we will be talking about that uh, next uh, our next episode, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. So uh, be sure to tune in for that. Uh, but we are actually just about uh, out of time here for today, Uh, but uh, before we go, uh, we definitely want to remind everybody again that uh, we are going to be at Lexington Comic Con coming up, March 23rd through 26th. Man, we're like, we're we're so excited about this. Like, we, I we'll, can't, can't wait.
0: We will have merchandise and yes. you know shirts. We're gonna, and... we're gonna
1: have we're gonna have t-shirts there. It's gonna be a, a, a Comic Con exclusive, so you can only get get an official Kimlin Cox t-shirt if you come see us at uh, Comic Con.
0: I mean, uh, who wouldn't want that,
1: right? Who wouldn't want our faces, uh, you know? Uh, across your chest i mean you yeah. know i just think uh <laughs> yeah. but uh but yeah definitely uh we hope you'll come out and uh and say hi uh that's going to be a lot of fun again it's march 23rd through the 26th at central bank center here in lexington kentucky be sure to go online and get your tickets now at uh, LexingtonComicCon.com. you can find out more details there
0: yeah, you could see a whole bunch of really cool
1: celebrities, and then there's us. Exactly. Yeah, and just you know, come out, and, and uh, there, there's going to be some great uh, celebs uh, at uh, at this year's convention. Be sure to to uh, you know go on the website and uh, take a look and see who's going to be there. Uh, a lot of lot of people that kind of fit within the. Um, you know not only like not only people who have done you know movies and things but uh, mm. that, that kind of tie in with uh, the comic uh, world too and uh, so yeah we won't spoil spoil that for you but definitely go on the website and check it out and see who all is going to be there and, and uh, we certainly hope you'll come by and and uh, say hi to us too uh, while you're there uh, and as always uh, be sure to subscribe like and share to our YouTube channel and when you subscribe Uh, uh, Tap that nice little bell icon so that you're receiving all the notifications whenever a new episode or new content is posted. Uh, We're also on all the major social media platforms, so uh, be sure to check us us out uh, on our socials as well. And uh, We'll have those links for you on the bottom of your screen, uh, as well as um, at the end of each uh, episode uh, in the closing credits, Uh, And uh, we'll have some links uh, down below in the video's description uh, as well. Hmm. Um, And uh, there's plenty of places uh, where you can catch our podcast uh, besides YouTube. Uh, We're on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, uh, just to name a few. Uh, We'll have those links available for you down below as well. But uh, whether you prefer to... Uh, watch uh, your podcasts or listen to them you know we've got options there for everybody and um, and uh, as always want to point everyone towards our Patreon page as well Uh, that is an area where you can uh, provide support in a different kind of way Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: by actually contributing uh, to the podcast and uh, just helping us to uh, to bring you a better quality show uh, you know like to to get um, fancier equipment and and uh, hopefully at some point to be able to get a permanent uh, studio space that we'll be able to uh, have more flexibility with and
0: there's, uh, there's exclusive stuff on that as well that you won't be able to see anywhere else. Yes,
1: that is true. There are uh, clips and things on there that uh, we haven't posted uh, anywhere else uh, so definitely check out that Patreon page and uh, take a look at some of the perks uh, that we're offering on there, and uh, we definitely believe in giving you back something uh, for your contribution. And uh, and it, you know, every little bit helps. You know, uh, you don't have to to give a lot. Uh, it, you know, it, it can all uh, go a long way towards helping us provide the best uh, po- quality podcast uh, that that we can. So uh, so check that out and uh, and. You know leave your comments and questions for us uh, we'd love to hear from you you can uh, comment on uh, our YouTube channel uh, on our socials or you can even drop us an email at our official podcast email uh, and Cox at gmail.com so uh, plenty of ways where you can reach out and get in touch with us and join in on the conversation uh, because that's what you know makes this fun for us and uh, we'd you know like to know if, if there's anything that, uh, you know, let us know what you think of, you know, the, the episodes uh, and, you know, uh, give us some ideas, too. I mean, we, we have, you know, an endless supply of uh, subjects, you know, that we can talk about. But uh, if there's anything in particular that you'd like to hear us talk about on here, then uh, that would be the place where you can chime in and, and you know, let us know uh, what you think there. So, uh, But, um, but that's, uh, that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, we certainly hope you'll join us next week, and until then, be good to yourselves and we'll see you
0: now.
1: <laughs> How was that? C-c-c- you dipstick.